when new technology comes at you, there's not much you can actually do, right? It is going to influence you whether you like it or not. Apple just recently announced their new MacBook Pros. And quite honestly, I am I am very, very both concerned and excited because I'm interested in seeing what the how the market is going to respond uh, to Apple's new announcement. Now, although Apple was announcing their 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 MacBook Pro with the with the new chips inside of them, what they were actually doing, what this actually was, this huge announcement was actually the announcement of the M2 Pro and the M2 Max because these are the new developments in the two in the in the new MacBook Pros, right? Um, and the reason is because these are mega powerful chips, uh, silicon chips. They are very, very powerful. For the first time ever, Apple is able to confidently boast that their devices are able to play games seamlessly. And the way that they boast, I mean, they've been boasting about being able to edit uh, 4K footage. And now they're moving forward towards um, uh, editing 8K footage. It's making me wonder, like, at what point are we going to feel like technology? technology is just too good like when you're watching videos on your 8k tv and then they announce a 16k tv is it really worth the upgrade when you can't even spot the difference anymore and i feel like apple is really really approaching that place where i mean they're talking about uh things that are 40 percent faster things that are 30 percent improvement and and i'm wondering if we are not reaching that place where things are just too good right now as much as i'm excited about the m2 pro as well as the uh, m2 max as as a chipset the reason i'm i'm looking forward to how the market is going to respond is because now apple has basically played a che checkmate right because these macbook these are laptops essentially right they're workbooks and this means that what Apple is basically boasting is that they are good enough to compete with desktop computers. And we all know that desktop computers are, if you want power and you want efficiency and you want to be able to work on whatever, whatever professional thing you're working on, whether it's video or whether you're making music and you don't want any lag, the one thing you buy is a desktop computer. Once you move on to laptop, you're going to have heating problems. You're going to have uh, power consumption problems. You're going to have uh, lagging problems because computers, laptops are basically not that efficient. Now, what Apple has been able to do with their PCs, right, is that they've been able to use this M2 chip and with every other integration that occurs within it, because it's not just the chip, right? Um, it's also the fact that every, the software and how the software communicates with the chip and how they've designed the chip and every piece of the M2 chip. Um, and this new generation is so good in terms of just being able to be power efficient, not heating up i mean um the smaller ones now they don't even have fans and i'm like how are you that confident in your device but i think apple is very smart in that regard they know that they know their users they know their power users and they design uh their their, their pcs 
accordingly. And they know those who just use their laptops to browse the internet, to stream a video on YouTube, to watch some Netflix here and there. But ultimately, you're just not much of a heavy video editor. So they make a laptop for you uh, and they put the chip that corresponds with your needs. Um, but I'm very, very interested in how the industry is going to respond to this because honestly speaking, it, it has so much, a lot of memory bandwidth, uh, longer battery life. I mean, not that much longer. They only added an hour <laughs> of uh, uh, movie playback, right? Um, and then, but at the same time though, the M2 chip was already impressive. I mean, it goes all the way up to like 24, 25 to 26 hours of movie playback, which is interesting because if you're browsing on it, it only gives you up to between, I think, 12 and 17, or is it 15 and 17 hours, uh, depending on whether you're using the 15 or or, or, or the 13-inch or the 15-inch, uh, depending on which one you're using. Um, and then they have tons more transistors. I think they counted 40 billion transistors. That is a lot of transistors. If you don't know what they are, transistors are basically the, it's sort of like MOSC, the MOS code, the MOS code that computers use, the ones and zeros, they work on using transistors. And the more transistors you have, the more calculations your computer is able to do. So the more information it's able to process at a very high uh, uh, speed. So that's basically how we communicate with computers. And they are claiming to have more than 40 billion transistors that is a lot that is a lot that is a lot a whole lot right highest uh, unified memory yet in a macbook pro um, so the now macbooks used to be available at 16 gig then they went up to 36 gig or 32 gig gigabytes in terms of ram um, and now they're boasting 96 gigabytes of memory who needs that? This is not storage. This is RAM, right? Who needs that, right? Like, I don't even know of a single person in my life who would be excited at this. I don't know a gamer who games and needs 96 gigabytes of memory on their, on their uh, personal computer. And then you also have connect, uh, they connect even more displays. So now you can even connect up to 8K uh, um, uh, monitors, which is incredible, right? Um, and another thing that I love that they did actually, first of all, I love the, I, I hate the fact that Apple, the only thing that I'm probably just not excited about is how Apple didn't change the design of the, uh, either the 14 inch or the 16 inch. Um, neither of them actually, but at the same time, I understand their approach. It's pretty brilliant from a business standpoint. Like we don't need to, because we're introducing a, a, a chip that is so powerful that no one in the industry technically can compete with, um, at, at that price level. Although I still think Apple devices are way overpriced and that's just my personal opinion, honestly speaking, because I mean, Everyone will pay the price that they're willing to pay at the end of the day, right? Yeah, but I am I am very excited to see how this is going to challenge the industry as a whole, uh, because I mean we we seeing in America, America is is doing their best to be leading 
in the frontier of uh, chip making and in silicon design in designing products that have uh, silicon chips within them china is their rival in that in that industry like that's the reason why china is so sanctioned right because they are competing directly and one of the main reasons why you see superpower countries uh, or countries that are superpowers of the modern age one of the re- main reasons you see them competing so much to be at the frontier or at the forefront of silicon chip design and silicon chip possession is because they work very well in military i mean apart from the military uh, um, um, weapons right apart from the fact that you find silicon chips in your microwave in your calculator in your cell phone some of the most powerful exist in your cell phone laptops uh, smart tv um, you find it in your smart plugs that you have around your house all of them have silicon chips silicon chips are like the gold of the modern era right the gold of the modern era if your country is able to produce silicon chips and do it efficiently um, and of course we know that i think it's taiwan uh, that has the biggest and most efficient fabs in the world and those are the factories that manufacture the silicon chips so the reason i'm pointing this out is because if america manages to really push their i mean the intel is 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 pushing to compete with other companies around the world in terms of just manufacturing and putting as many transistors on one chips chipset as possible if they manage to do this i'm starting to wonder what kind of devices are we going to see in the near future like facebook for example look at meta and their oculus Will they be able to build an incredibly powerful Oculus that 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 runs on a chip that is that 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 is power efficient that is you know almost heat resistant? <laughs> I say that in jest, but yeah, it just makes you think. Like, what is the world going to look like when America reaches their goal? Uh, because we know that they've relied on the East for so long and they've been competing with the East for so long. And now, when as you're seeing these sanctions, both from uh, Donald Trump and also from the current president, um, and I imagine that it's going to continue because they realize that whatever country controls uh, silicon chips, that's the country that's going to have the best military weapons and is also going to have a very incredible economy because whatever they build, they can just use use those chips inside those uh, 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 products that they that they build. So this is very interesting stuff. Um, I'm interested in seeing what is it going to mean for the next 10 years. Um, I can definitely bet my money on the fact that technology companies for the coming years are going to be performing very well in the stock market. That's just my assumption. Just my assumption. <laughs>